Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Curtis. We live in Chicago, but we're from California. And this year, we're moving back home to start a church. And only partially because there's snowdrifts up against my back door right now. We dream of a community of people centered on Jesus who treat one another well, who are good neighbors, and who do justice. We want to start a church that follows Jesus into the world together. So this is the Launch Podcast for Pomona Valley Church. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Launch Podcast for Pomona Valley Church, a church that doesn't technically exist yet, but will soon. Curtis and I have been thinking and praying about this in some form or another for a couple of years now, and we were wondering recently how to get all the people who might be interested in what we're up to, up to speed. Because while we would greatly prefer to be able to sit down and share a cup of coffee with each of you. Or a plate of tacos. Yes, or double-doubles. And uh, we do hope that we get to do that at some point. But that's a few more plane flights than our budget or children will allow right now. So in the meantime, we thought maybe one of these podcast things might do the trick. You know, since everybody else is doing one. We tried to get Squarespace or Casper mattresses or MeUndies or someone to sponsor it, but didn't quite work out. I don't even know what me undies is. We we obviously listen to different podcasts. My podcasts <laughs> try, have a lot of uh, facial product sponsors. Yes. If you try a sports podcast, you will hear all about me undies. All right. So anyway, we do hope this podcast will give you a window into the early stages of the formation of this soon-to-be community, Pomona Valley Church, and the things that'll make it special. The things that we believe will make it worth joining and partnering with and sacrificing for. Whether you're out in California and might be interested in being a part of the type of church that we're talking about, or you're someone we love from here in Chicago or some other non-Southern California part of the world, or you live anywhere but, like us, enjoy imagining what the church can look like going into the future. We're glad you're here. We'll be pushing these podcasts out two or three episodes a week, around 15 to 20 minutes per episode for the month of February, and then we're excited to see what happens from there. We're starting with a pretty basic question when you're talking about starting a new church. Why? Why a new church when there are so many out there already? What makes us think it's time for us to start something new? So, Mayor, why are we starting a new church? One thing I think is important is that There are never too many churches. There are never too many people who love Jesus trying to introduce others to Jesus. And at the same time, where we will be headed in Southern California is a region where maybe one in 10 people have any sort of connection to the church world. 90% of the folks in that area aren't going and don't find that to be a meaningful part of their life. So one more church does not saturate the market by any means. No. And I think right along with that, for a lot of people, church isn't quite connecting anymore. Sometimes for obvious reasons, sometimes for vague reasons they don't quite understand. Um, I was just reading an, uh, an article that was writing up a study in Christianity Today where it had looked at young people like in their 20s who had stopped going to church at some point but had gone when they were younger. And most of the top reasons that were cited were fairly vague. And you could kind of just summarize them as, I just wasn't feeling it, or it didn't quite matter to me that much. There weren't a lot that were really big, like I couldn't, I couldn't come because of my schedule or something like that. Um, or I had serious theological disagreements or I stopped believing in God. In fact, there was like some minuscule percentage who said they'd stopped believing in God. For most of them, they 
it just wasn't connecting. It wasn't what they were looking for, for some reason or another. And I think this is backed up by some of the conversations that we've had with people, um, some of whom are on staff at churches, and they don't always know why, but they just aren't connecting to their church anymore, or not in the ways that they were used to. And we've talked to young people who have grown up in some of the churches that we served in. We've talked to some of their parents who have been a part of church for decades. And for some reason over the last, whatever it is, five, 10 years, there's been this growing sense that they just, it just doesn't, they don't fit. It's not the place for them. So I think that the the studies that we're seeing and the conversations that we're having are both lining up. And I think that's true in our own story as well. To summarize a decade relatively quickly, we met in seminary and we wanted to be part of the suburban megachurch. It was a place that we felt comfortable with and we have affection and respect for. And we imagined that maybe we could be part of building its future as sort of young people that were up and coming in that church tradition. And that's where we've been the last decade, Mm -hmm. serving in a few different large churches, including most recently at Willow Creek here in Chicagoland. And what we are finding is that we have gratitude and appreciation for that space, but there's also some stuff we're just not seeing. I think that that is part of what makes us excited about something new. It seems like in many neighborhoods, there are certain expressions of church you can always expect to find. There will always be a Catholic parish that you could worship at. There will always be some mainline churches like the Presbyterians or the Lutherans who do a high church expression with a liturgy and you stand and sit at certain times, read prayers aloud together. There will almost always be a contemporary and casual church that has a 30-minute chunk of music together, probably with a band at the top and a 45 minute sermon from a good communicator after that, those forms are there. And then there's this gap we feel of something a little bit different and it's hard to find. Yeah. Because those forms don't seem to be connecting. Those are the very forms that people don't seem to be fitting into. And this is painting with really broad brushstrokes, of course. And we're not saying that there aren't any churches like the one that we're dreaming about or describing. Um, But we don't think there's enough of them. We think there could be more. Exactly. So for this first episode, we kind of wanted to just lay out the basics of the vision that we have, the type of church that we're wanting to create. And we'll get into a lot more of the details of that in future episodes. The vision for this church, Pomona Valley Church, is that we want to follow Jesus into the world together. We are hoping to be a community that joyfully and sustainably lives the one another's from the Bible, like care for one another and bear each other's burdens and celebrate with one another. And love one another. We want to be good neighbors and we want to do justice where things are wrong. We want to be part of making them right. And not necessarily for the sake of evangelizing people, but just because being good neighbors in our community is something that's also close to the heart of God and doing justice and seeing justice happen in our community is something that God is very interested in. We also have some values that we know are going to be significant for this future community. You want to start those off, Curtis? Yes. We're starting off with sacrifice. We want to be a church that sacrifices for one another, for the next generation, for the community around us. 
And that is our time and our resources equally, not just that we give away money, although that would be part of it, but just that we give ourselves away for the sake of others. Our second value is openness. And by that, we mean living open to what God is doing in us and would want for us. And so we imagine that each person in this community would have a rhythm of life that lets them live connected to God and that they would have spiritual practices that help them know what God is saying to them or how God is moving in their lives and that that would be their posture fundamentally to be open to God. Then our third value is authenticity. And it's kind of a buzzword right now, but we like that it captures a few different aspects of becoming who God created us to be. Being healthy, physically, emotionally, spiritually, growing into the type of people that God created us to be, whether that's our personality, our our vocation, um, our way of being with friends and family and loved ones, um, all those different aspects. Yep. We believe that when we bring our imperfect selves to Jesus, he brings wholeness and healing. And that's what we imagine when it comes to authenticity as a value. Our fourth value is relationship, a common one in a lot of churches and for good reason, because the church is meant to be a family and a community that cares for each other and knows each other and loves each other. And we want to be sure that whatever we're doing, we're doing it together and that there is room for everyone to be known and loved. I think that's a real distinctive in the culture right now. There's not many places that you can have real relationships face-to-face with other people. Yeah. There is a lot of conversation happening right now about loneliness in our culture, that even in the midst of all the progress that you can see, there is a sense of people being disconnected. And then last, diversity. We want to be a church that includes people. That doesn't keep people out, but includes people. That includes different genders, different cultures, different orientations. Fundamentally, as we meet people, we know they are made in the image of God, and we want to see the image of God in others and honor and respect that and invite people to be part of building the kingdom of God. We think that if diversity isn't named outright as a value, sometimes in church circles, it just gets overlooked. And we just know it's critical for what the church is meant to be. And there's a whole lot more to be said about everything that we just went through. Um, But I think that's a good place for us to wrap up this first episode. And then in future episodes, we'll be able to get into more detail and more specifics um, about each one of those things. But we are shooting for 15 or 20 minutes per episode and we'll be back in a couple of days. And in that episode, we will start to get into the specifics about the disconnect that we were talking about. Some of the practical theological and cultural gaps that we are seeing in people's experience of church and how we hope Pomona Valley church will bridge those gaps. Then just to give you the lay of the land next week, we will talk more about what we mean when we say we're going to live the one another's neighbor. Well, and do justice. And the final two weeks, we will dive more deeply into the values, sacrifice, openness, relationship, authenticity, and diversity, and how we see those playing out in the life of the community. Let me close by saying this. We are so excited about the vision of this community that God has put in our hearts. And we think that that vision, as we roll it out this month, will resonate with some of you as well. And that God might also be stirring in some of your hearts to see this dream of a new community become a reality. And if that's the case, we would love to connect with you to talk more specifically 
about how you can be a part of what's forming here, or maybe you just have some questions about all this and want to talk about those, and we'd love that too. We would really love to hear from you. And we have a brand new email address for just that purpose, PomonaValleyChurch at gmail.com. As some of you know, we are working with a church planting organization called Communitas International, who have some great wisdom and experience from 50 years of planting churches in cities across Europe, Latin America, and elsewhere. And I'm sure we will talk more about them and why we like them so much in future episodes. Thanks for listening to this first episode of the Launch Podcast for Pomona Valley Church. For those who are interested in going a little deeper into any of the topics we cover, we'll put some links and show notes, books, that sort of stuff on my blog, MeredithAnnMiller.com. That's Anne with an E. Be on the lookout for more episodes coming soon and subscribe to the podcast to make sure you don't miss them. Plus, you can pass this along to anyone you think might be interested because we think this church is going to be what a lot of people have been looking for. So you can help us get the word out about it. Until next time, we love you all. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.